0: Hello, it's Rose. Hello, Barbara here. Thank you for tuning in. We're on Facebook now. You can listen to this podcast on Facebook. In theory. Yeah, we got a notification that one of them was partially muted for copyright. Maybe it's the one where we played Prince and dared them to sue us. (laughs) (laughs) No one has sued us yet, but... Uh, Facebook did not want to play it and partially muted it, so whatevs.
1: Although I know you didn't check your mail for a while, so it could be something <laughs> from a lawyer in there. There is, I did check okay. when we got back. There's okay. nothing from anyone because that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. We're not sued. <laughs> we weren't
0: yeah. on Facebook before, where people could easily access it. Like it's super easy. So the God Pod, which was the God Show's podcast, they changed their name to the God Pod, which totally makes sense. Yes. Um I had gotten a notification from Facebook that says, hey, you can now post your podcast. And we were gone when that happened and I'm like, oh, okay. I'll have to figure out how to do that when we are stable. And then the next day I got a notification you can listen to the God Pod right here. Click now. So it's super easy. Oh, okay. And uh, I didn't get our notification. Facebook has been down today. Um, so I didn't get the notification. As the account admin, I don't know that we will get those notifications, but I can see that it's there. I don't know how to see who's listening or if there are plays for it. It's a mystery.
1: Well... I thought we were going to be able to check some of our um, statistics and things. And I keep going in and I can't figure it out either. So right, we'll just leave it all.
0: I believe 5 million people are listening all the time. That's what I'm
1: going to mm-hmm. believe. Okay. 5 million it is. I'm going to make it true. Make it so number one. <laughs> I have our bus picked
0: out. Um I have the Is it a
1: short bus? No.
0: Okay. <laughs> it is a very comfortable bus where we have our own rooms and our own bathroom with a shower and it's going to be wrapped with our pink uh, stuff and our logo on the side. Like I have I have a dream. Okay. Come on people, we need your
1: help. Rose has a dream. I have
0: a dream. And so today I wanted to talk about our Louisville trip and offer some advice on traveling because we've got a pretty good system. It doesn't always work out, but traveling doesn't always work out <laughs>
1: the way you plan. We do have a system <laughs> that we typically go by and, and the last two trips have gone a little sideways, a, l- a little more sideways than they typically do, even with our planning.
0: Even with the planning, but. So as you know, I take everything internal and apply it spiritually to my life. And so the whole Airbnb fiasco really taught me that I am always upgraded. We were beyond upgraded.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Refunded totally. And I... It's just marvelous how that works out. And so I was thinking about my whole job change and the apartment change. And so my apartment is smaller. This I wouldn't call an upgrade. But it's an upgrade internally for me that I am not imprisoned by my previous employer anymore. You know, I mean, that's kind of how I felt about it. I can see that. Um, and even leaving my my office, feeling that separation and being able to do the work here at home, or I use somebody else's office who is kind enough to let me use their space for free, and that's few and far between that that even happens. But I'm always taken care of, I'm not, I would like to get smaller width wise. But, like, I'm not going to regress and get smaller. It's not work from orc. So, like, I'm always getting better. (laughs) I'm always (laughs) progressing. I'm always learning and going forward. And so this was, like, huge for me. It was a huge, like, yes. And it came at the perfect time for me of this whole transition. Because my life has been, you know, like, a total... 180 from what it was just a few months ago oh yeah so it's been a lot and I'm thankful that we're done traveling for a little bit that I can just like take a breath
1: yes we did (laughs) this was a little much and we did uh decide to postpone a trip we had planned for October um so womp womp but Mm -hmm. we definitely need some downtime yeah yeah
0: So the difference, I want to talk about the difference between the Airbnb and the hotel um, type of reservation so that you guys know, because I didn't know about this. Like I try to find deals. That's my thing. Like I try to find the best possible deal if there is one available. So I will research and research and research. So... Um the Tennessee trip. I used booking.com and I made a horrible mistake.
1: Virginia trip.
0: Virginia. Yes. yes what did a- I say? Tennessee. Oh. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Virginia, they had last year they were going to be in Lynchburg. Lynchburg. And that is where I originally booked the hotel not realizing that they had moved. So for a month, I thought I got a really good deal, which I did because that's not where they were. So then when I figured it out, then the prices have already raised. So that wasn't great. But I booked that hotel on booking.com and the type of room that I booked is not what booking.com sent over to the hotel. It was a uh, one bed instead of two Which is not the end of the world, but I paid more for the two-bed, which I didn't get. So um, the manager of the hotel was really great and um, gave us a discount. But Booking.com basically said, did you get a room? Great. Uh, We're not going to do anything. (laughs) Right. And... So the difference, though, with Airbnb, as long as your host doesn't cancel on you at the last minute, they kind of have to take care of you. Uh, It's a battle to get that to happen.
1: You definitely battled.
0: Yeah. So it was a battle. Um, The escalation guy was not honoring the terms of service. So I did stay up late and research the terms of service. And... One was awesome because he realized the terms of service and knew that I knew what I was talking about. Booking.com, they don't care. And we realized, we heard that through the Holiday Inn guy in Danville, Virginia, that some people had reservations through Booking.com and it didn't show up on their end at all. And he suggested to us to call the hotel directly. Not even the Holiday Inn 1-800 number. Call the hotel directly. It... And
1: luckily we had. Yeah. Just to make sure because we were coming in late that night. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. Luckily
1: we had done that too.
0: So depending on what your kind of travel is, how big of an event it is, um, you might want to do that. I also suggest if you're going to use Airbnb... To use a super host who's not gonna cancel on you at the last minute, because if they cancel on you the last minute, uh, Airbnb can't do anything about that and you will be without a space. But since our host didn't
1: cancel and it was just a shit show,
0: <laughs> we got taken care of.
1: <laughs> yes. And luckily they didn't, or yeah, that would have been mm-hmm. would have been an expensive mistake. Actually we probably would have drove driven home. <laughs> Because it's only four and a half hours home where we spent five hours trying to figure out before we got a hotel that night. (laughs) So we probably would have driven home and tried to figure it out.
0: So on to food. So Barbara has this very interesting perspective, which I absolutely love. Like no chain restaurants. We are going to do something different. And she was all about the local stuff.
1: Now, there is a little difference. We can do a chain restaurant as long as it's not a chain we have at home. Right. So if we get out, you know, out west and, you know, want to try Jack in the Box or, you know, one of those kind of places, we absolutely can because we've never done it before. Um, But the typical stuff we can get, if we can get it at home, we don't get it out on the road. Mm -hmm. McDonald's drive through for coffee as we keep rolling, that gets a pass, but that's about it. And a cookie when all of the other bakeries are closed. But I haven't had to, I haven't had to utilize that in a while.
0: (laughs) You know, there's one exception to the McDonald's. If I were traveling overseas, there is some interesting stuff at other McDonald's that I would be very interested in. And I would also like to try just a regular hamburger to see the differences because there's a lot of preservatives and stuff that other countries won't allow. Oh, yeah. So that would be interesting.
1: Now, for that reason, that's completely okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing there's a lot of countries you go over there and you're like, I don't know what this is on the menu, but I know what McDonald's is. Let's go there. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get that too.
0: And if you have kids that are super picky eaters, like sometimes you just got to go get them freaking chicken nuggets. Oh, absolutely. <laughs>
1: um, but when, when, whenever possible, we eat something local. I try to eat local places, you know, here at home too, you know, the mom and pop places. So my dollars stay here mm-hmm. um, in my local economy. Thank you. Yes. The word was, <laughs> I'm, I'm having trouble wording today. I, I, I see that. <laughs> I, I am. We had a fire inspection. I'm going to go er, for just a second. Left turn. I had my fire inspection today. They came to check the fire extinguishers. I could not come up with the name fire extinguisher. I called it the fire squirty thing just because I could not. You know, I'm like, you know, the thing that's round and it squirts when you have a fire. Yeah, I could not come up with extinguisher for the life of me. That's
0: awesome.
1: Luckily, the guy that uh, services that equipment has been coming to the property for probably a good five years. So he's met me before. He knows that I know what a fire extinguisher is. Um, but, yeah, could not, for the life of me, come up with the word Okay, at all. I don't know. It, it, it's an old brain thing, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. So I like to keep money in the local economy, whatever economy we are in at the time. Uh, so we, when we went to Louisville, um, Louisville is known for several things. And so they were on my to-do list. That was um, bourbon an old-fashioned and hot brown
0: and a mint julep eventually well
1: eventually so that was (laughs) not initially on the on the to-do list because i had forgotten about it um Mm -hmm. but a an old-fashioned was created in excuse me in louisville so i knew i wanted to have one of those and in case you don't know there are lots of variations so you know i had three different ones all completely different um but, you know, I had to for research purposes. Different but potent. <laughs> Varying <laughs> degrees of potency. The very first one we had was by far the strongest. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That one, my left eyeball slid completely down my face. Um, that's where the alcohol settles first, by the way. Um, the other ones were not nearly as strong. Um, but then while we were at um, a local brew, uh, brew house... They, where I had my hot brown, which was delicious, and they make their own beers there, but they had a uh, raspberry mead, which is made from honey. I like mead very much, so I took, uh, partook in that, but I was telling the gal, our waitress, that I had completed my to-do list. I had now got my hot brown, and she says, but don't forget about a mint julep, (laughs) because they invented those at the Derby. So... Um, I did get a mint julep and yeah, not my drink of choice, but I can now say I did it as well. So Barbara drank
0: every day and continued.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I only had one alcoholic beverage, I think, per day, I think. Um, but yes, I had one every day. And then when I came home after learning about the old fashions, they are basically um, a simple syrup and whiskey or... Um, you know, some sort of nectar, water, and whiskey. Um, sweetened, watered-down whiskey is what it is. With a cherry. And bitters. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have simple syrup at home, just chilling. Never opened in my liquor cabinet, um, which has overflown onto my counter. So it's just sitting there on my counter, chilling. I'm like, hey, I have simple syrup. <laughs> I've got Jim Beam. We can make this happen so I, I made one at home Was it as potent? no as no,
0: one? no no okay no not nearly as potent
1: that was a place to do it well I know but it also you know I was making those weird faces because it was strong and didn't taste <laughs> wonderful either <laughs> but I can drink more than one at home and don't have to mm-hmm. worry about it but no just one okay I didn't have any I don't think I've had any alcohol for two whole days now
0: You're on a streak. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: I was on a streak and a little bit of drink in there for a minute. But it was for for research purposes. Mm -hmm. The full Louisville immersion. That's what it was.
0: So I'm going to go on a side topic now. Okay. So I finally cleaned out the remnants of my office. And so... Uh, there was a man there who I am like giving stuff away, and we are in the closet, and he witnesses all of the alcohol. And he's like, "What are <laughs> you doing in here?" <laughs> and I'm like, "This is podcast research." And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> okay."
1: <laughs> there shouldn't be that much liquor. There, there were is two
0: there? bottles, and then there was that grape juice bottle that looks like a wine bottle. Oh yeah, and then the small bottles of Fireball, and so I mean, it's a lot to people who don't drink and i don't normally drink a lot and neither does he so i mean it was like what is happening like you're a life
1: coach what are you doing (laughs) which for me reminds me so does that mean our chocolate moonshine is around here somewhere it's actually still in my car okay
0: that did i forgot it in my car so that'll be great if a cop pulls me over but whatever
1: well as long as it's not in the front seat
0: yeah it's it's in the back
1: okay you should be good Okay, done with side topic. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we do a lot of uh, alcohol tasting while we're gone. I guess for lack of... It's for something to do, I guess. Something to do. And
0: I think that, for me anyway, when I get home, I am just old and tired. Like, we've had a day of work, and like I just need to collapse. And drinking is not top on the list to go, like, out to a bar. No, oh, thank yeah. you. No. No, mm-hmm. thank you. But, like, we had to go out for dinner. I mean, we didn't have to. We had a whole kitchen in the house. But what does that serve the local economy? And how do you get a hot brown? So <laughs> we had to go out and invest
1: in the economy. Well, just so you know.
0: Mm-hmm
1: hot brown is now going to be on the to-do list for the house because you know i've talked to the kids and stuff they're like what is everybody's like what is a hot brown so i've told everyone what a hot brown is and um for those of you who do not know it is basically sourdough bread topped with turkey some sort of cream sauce like a bechamel type of sauce bacon cheddar cheese and tomatoes if you listen to the show, and I know you do, I don't eat bacon. I didn't even pick the bacon off because, you know, you have to have you have to have to the local thing the way it's supposed to be made.
0: Oh, besides the alcohol every day, there was some sort of gravy every
1: day. It was, yeah, it was the gravy. It, got, it was the alcohol and gravy tour. I don't normally get gravy, but everything seemed to come with gravy. So I would just tell them to put it on the side if I didn't want it, but I'd the, the whole... I was immersed in it. It was the gravy tour.
0: It was al- hilarious to watch this.
1: <laughs> so I... Yeah, I don't do gravy. I don't do bacon. And I rarely drink. And, you know, that all of that went out the window.
0: And it was not horrible. I, too, had bacon. And it was the best omelet I ever had in my life.
1: See, I wasn't going to call you out on, the, on eating bacon. I was just going to let that go, but... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for telling on yourself. But yeah. yeah. The, um, so I will at some point make hot brown here. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I need to, we'll just have a, a Louisville day and I'll serve people alcohol with it. Will you keep
0: the recipe as it is or will you change anything?
1: Um. No, I'll, I'll just wing it. Okay. And... And I think that's one of those things that it's kind of like lasagna. There's a basic recipe for lasagna, but everybody makes it different. So I think that's the the way with hot brown, because I've now had it twice, and it tasted completely different both times. Mm. The first time we had it, it was a different color, too. Yeah. Maybe I'm recollecting it different, or maybe it was just burnt, but I feel like it was browner. (laughs) (laughs) It was good, though. That's how I knew I would be able to eat it. Okay. All right, so that covers food,
0: um, side journeys, and not overbooking yourself to allow time to really enjoy the – I it's more than fun. It is the immersement of the experience. I don't even know the right word.
1: Yeah, because we didn't have – I it was an enjoyable trip, but as far as our trips, this was n- – to Louisville was not super fun Mm -hmm. um we didn't have lots of crazy stuff that we normally do but was definitely enjoyable definitely got to see things we normally wouldn't have and we winged it more than Mm
0: -hmm. than
1: in times past as well
0: yeah I know we've talked about Atlas Obscura and the past and finding um the oddball stuff to do um we kind of Exhausted that list because we had been to Louisville many times before. Right. Not many times, but enough to exhaust that list. And Jerry's junk is closed, so we didn't make it back to that. But um, we never got to see the Wood Forest Giants before. Yes. And so that was great, and that was really, like, the best possible day to have done that after this horrific experience to just... Go out in nature and chill and see something that we've never
1: experienced before. And I'm, we needed that downtime and it was great to get out there to the Arboretum and see all the, all the different trees and they've got several, you know, places where there's water, different ponds or what have you. Um, But just going to like a park would have seemed like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. So having the giants there to go look for, mm-hmm. was an, uh, it was a destination, but yet there was lots of downtime within the destination. Yeah. So it was perfect. We definitely needed that. Yeah. I don't like to take the downtime to relax, even if I need it. And so we got to do it in between. <laughs> and of course we ran into a Buckeye. Yay! <laughs>
0: So there's also the Roadside Attractions website. The problem with that one is most of... Double check what that says because it's not updated a lot. And so a lot of times it will either be closed. Sometimes there's a note at the bottom that it's closed, but sometimes there's no note. And we've gone a couple places and whatever they said
1: is just not there. So double check. Even beyond the not open on Monday. (laughs) (laughs)
0: As we were leaving, we found two more places, so I'm going to post something again today about another place. It was another outdoor garden thing that would have been great and closed on Monday. Yep,
1: botanical gardens.
0: Yeah. Story of our lives. Yep.
1: (laughs) That one would have been really good because we could have gone to the um, distillery, got a little samply poo, not wanted to get back on the highway just yet, so go over and wander, look at the pretty plants. Let that buzz wear away. That would have been perfect, but no. Perfect.
0: Nope.
1: Was not in the cards.
0: Not in the cards. Both closed on Monday. So whatever. Didn't want our money, I guess. That's fine. So take the time to really enjoy um, each thing and not like pre-plan every moment and be a buzzkill to everybody.
1: That took me a long time to to realize, and it was our trips actually to Louisville, that um, that made me finally just let go of all my planning because I used to plan everything and then I would get irritated when things went wrong, the kids would get irritated, um, my now adult children, um, that you know there wasn't enough relaxing time or whatever, but that's not, I'm not a relaxing kind of person, I'm an adventure kind of person. Um, and so I think it was maybe 2017, I think, 16, I don't know, when we went down to Louisville and just started looking for other stuff to do, that it was some of the side trips. And I think it was um, the first time we had Hot Brown and going to the concrete uh, place. Just silliness that we just happened to find that I'm like, well, heck, this is this is more fun than what we came down here to do. Yes. <laughs> So that's what changed my mind and, or changed my way of thinking. And so I still plan, but way looser reins on, on timeframes and, and things like that. So it was very
0: interesting. Um, the morning that we were leaving the hotel, the hotel was in a small town called Shepherdsville. So we're getting like, booted out of this hotel to go to louisville and then later that day we have to go back to shepherdsville and i'm like silent i'm looking at the map and i'm like this is exactly where we came from i can't tell barbara we're backtracking i can't tell barbara we're backtracking and she's like shepherdsville and i'm like yeah that's where the hotel is
1: (laughs) okay so i'm still a little i still try to keep the tight reins i just don't like I don't like ping-ponging around, you know, if we're heading south, we need to do everything in the, the, you know, as we come to it, not bounce back and forth, and this, okay, we did a lot of bouncing back and forth (laughs) in this trip, and it was okay, I just winged it, maybe that's what, that, the liquor, it was the liquor, okay, so I don't know if I, I don't know if I drank more because you had me ping-ponging around, or I didn't mind ping-ponging around because I still had liquor in my system, I don't know, either way.
0: Liquor is needed. Got it. <laughs> that's all I know. That's what I got from that conversation. Can do. Not while I'm driving, of course. Not while you're driving. Yeah. My car is fixed thanks to her son. Yay. Uh, except for my hatch, but that's a whole other story. Not going to go into that right now. Um, what else? Oh, packing. So packing for me, thankfully Marie Kondo has a new Netflix show on. And so I watched that the previous week before I packed. So I'm Marie Kondo this time, but sometimes I roll like a whole outfit together and that like helps packing and helps me not to overpack. So that's how I pack. How do you pack?
1: I will come up with the things that I definitely know I want to bring. Um, So like on this trip, some of the bands that are playing. I want to make sure I take their shirts. And so I set those things out. Um, I overpack, but I still limit it to what will fit in my suitcase. Um, So then I think about where I'm going. So this was a concert. I needed to put things in my pockets. Mm -hmm. So what, what pants had the best pockets? And what we're going to be sitting in the dirt. What do I care that, you know... If I'm going to sit in the dirt, I don't want to wear light color pants. So um, there was, I take into account the weather and where I'm going. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I do not Marie Kondo my stuff. Um, I just tend to put it in the suitcase in the way that I I will put all my pants on one side, all my shirts on the other. And then um, along the side, because there's a gap, is where I put my night clothes. Mm -hmm. Because those I can fold up or roll up smaller mm-hmm. or tighter and i don't care if they're wrinkly yeah then i have a whole separate pockets for my undies and socks which matched the outfits by the way they did i was kind of proud of that <laughs> i got new socks so i had to match all my outfits with my socks not that anybody saw my socks but rose and i made sure i showed her every time i matched <laughs>
0: So also the morning of, I don't pack any of the personal items or my toiletries. And as I touch them in the morning and get ready, I like use it and I put it next to the suitcase. So then I am, I always have everything that I need. So then I don't forget my deodorant or if I forget my deodorant, I forgot it totally. And Barbara will let me know very quickly as I'm in the car that I forgot my deodorant.
1: (laughs) Now I have for my... For my toiletry bag, the majority of what I take, I have a second set of. So, my toothbrush, toothpaste, um, deodorant, um, hairspray, all of that, I have a second set that just lives in my to go bag. And um, then I only need basically my hair care stuff. So, you know, my shampoo, conditioner, and all the products. 50 products. <laughs> got the curly hair products, I got the straight hair products. <laughs> All of them are anti-frizz, and only half work on my hair. But still, um, those are the only things I usually have to pack. So that's in that backpack-style um, bag that I bring. Is is all that stuff. So that stays in the bathroom until I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just keep a hold of that second set. Which is why on most of our trips, we're stopping at the um, at the pharmacy, <laughs> and I'm getting new eyeliner and mascara. <laughs>
0: So the other thing that we always do is we talk to the locals about, hey, what's around? And the normal answer is, have you been to the zoo?
1: Oh, that that is a thing. Like, (laughs) I want to kill people when they say that. But, you know, I mean, I get it, but it's the zoo. Mm -hmm. We have zoos at home and we've got one of the world class zoo here at home. Yeah. Uh,
0: this trip, we did meet somebody at the concert who gave good
1: recommendations. So good. Usually we get maybe one answer, and it's the zoo or the historical society or something. Yeah, she had all kinds of answers for us. Mm-hmm. And we took her up on one we of them. We did.
0: Well, I think we went to both. Uh, she said the seminary. We didn't really do anything at the seminary, but we did drive through. hmm Um, we did go to the costume shop. It just happened to be closed. True. We saw the
1: bat. Yeah, so we were outside.
0: (laughs) And we drove around aimlessly at the cemetery, which made me very uncomfortable, but it's okay. It was interesting. Yes. We went
1: and paid our respects to Colonel Sanders.
0: (laughs) And Muhammad Ali.
1: Uh, well, we drove past Muhammad Ali. I don't know that we... (laughs) Okay, to be honest, I took a picture and kept on moving because there was other people there milling around, and I had other – we had to get going. We yeah. spent so much time in that cemetery.
0: It was, like, so many circles. Circle within a circle, outside of a circle, into a circle. You know those those drawings with the staircases that go yes. up and down? Like, that's what it
1: was, but only circles. I just kept thinking, like, your um, National Lampoon's European Vacation – Look, kids, Big Ben Parliament. We just kept going <laughs> past the same monuments over and over. And I'm like, no, I'm going to turn this way. And ah, darn, there's Ted Jones again. Yeah. Um, and there were several graves that we went in, probably five or six that we wanted to see. And um, uh, Muhammad Ali, Colonel Sanders, and... Um, the, the Angel Warriors. F- uh, well, yeah, we didn't find them, but the um, Frito-Lay ma- Magician, we found mm-hmm. those three. But then there were other ones that we really wanted to find that we didn't, but did stumble across some other things that I'm glad we saw. Um, there's a family, and I'm sure we'll post it at some point. There's a family, their uh, main kind of family marker is a tree with all the um, tree trunk with all the branches cut off. And then the individual graves below it were limbs of a tree. So that was super cool. Mm-hmm. I really liked that idea. And they went back, um, I think, to 1872 was the one of the earliest ones I saw in there. So somebody had some cool ideas back in the day. Um, but then also a huge plot, two plots for unnamed Union soldiers uh, yeah. that died during... Um, um, I'm having a wording problem again. I
0: think it was World War Two, right? Was it World War Two?
1: No, I think it was between the, um, you know, when the North and the South fought. Well, oh, Confederate. Um. Yeah. Whatever. We'll okay. just move on because yeah. my brain okay. isn't working.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, it was endless, and I like there were too many to count. It was sort of like. Uh, being at Washington, D.C. and seeing those. Yeah. And how they're all the same. That's what that feeling was like. And it was just, you know, as big as a football field, possibly even bigger. Like, it just went on and on and on.
1: Yeah. Definitely, you know, makes you think.
0: hmm So, next is digging into the history of the area. We really had to look a lot, well, Barbara had to really research, I can't say that I helped in that, uh, when we were in Danville. And there's a lot of things that are hidden in plain sight that you wouldn't know is part of a history of an area. And once you uncover the story, it's pretty amazing. So unfolding some of the history so that you can really understand what things represent in a city
1: and right for sure um i had never heard of danville virginia before mm-hmm. and not that i'm in the tobacco trade but if i was i absolutely would have heard of danville before mm-hmm. um because that's the system they now use it's called the danville system for um, selling tobacco but then that like you said it did shape so much of the history of the town and and looking into Millionaire's Row, you know, there's all kinds of stories and you never know what stories are hidden just right next door, you know. Mm -hmm.
0: So do a little due diligence before you go and find out beyond the bourbon or the whiskey or the hot browns. Yeah. (laughs) What is happening You know, what is the historical significance of this town? Because every town has something.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like on our adventures when we found the abandoned building, Mm -hmm. you know, there was a great story, you know, interesting story around that building. Yeah. Um, Had we not, had you not seen Donald Duck playing a drum out of the corner (laughs) of your eye, we would not have, have looked into that town at all.
0: Right. So there is a lot of, um, I guess, I don't know the right word to say, but racial injustice that happened so long ago in Louisville um, and helping bring that city to where it is. And now it feels a little different because of the Breonna Taylor incident. And it kind of feels, even according to the one woman who gave us advice, and I don't know if you were at the table at that point, I think you might've left then. Um, but her talk about downtown is, you know, she said, there's nothing wrong with going downtown, but if you talk to a lot of people who seem to be racist, downtown right now is just this hotbed of Black Lives Matter and you should stay away because white people will get killed. Like, that is not that has never been our experience in downtown Louisville, and it definitely wasn't this time either. Granted, we went on a Sunday.
1: Right. But I think <clears throat> if you think about what was happening even here in central Ohio um, during, you know, a lot of those movements – I avoided downtown Columbus, too, Mm -hmm. um, just because they were happening so frequently, and they were stopping people and, you know, blocking streets, and I didn't want to get mixed up in it, so I just avoided Mm -hmm. going through downtown, even in my own town. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I don't need to go downtown very often, so I assume it's gotten better, but I've not gone and checked either. Um, So it could just be where you just don't hear that, hey, it's better, so you just assume... Mm-hmm. You know, it's still a dumpster fire. Yeah. So. It could be. But yeah, I didn't, uh, we definitely didn't experience anything like that. hmm Luckily. Luckily. I always try to be very aware of our surroundings, though. Um, so we would have hightailed it. We also didn't wander, like, a few years ago, we walked from our hotel into downtown and then be would be gone for hours and walk back on foot we did did not venture far from the car this time i just kept moving the car along with us but mm-hmm. luckily it was sunday so all the meters were free so i didn't have to didn't have to worry about that either mm-hmm.
0: another good thing to have even though our phones have gps is an old school map and know how to freaking read it
1: absolutely It didn't happen as much in Kentucky, but our trip to Virginia, we were out GPS quite often.
0: Yeah. And uh, even when someone puts in information in the GPS, double check the state. Uh, We won't talk about that because we've talked about that enough. And I don't wish to talk about it again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Staunton, Virginia was nice, though.
0: It was. It was very (laughs) nice. (laughs) Uh, so good things to have. Barbara must have coffee.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. As we discovered uh, the night we didn't get to stay in our Airbnb and had to find a hotel at 1:30 in the morning, um, I did not check their breakfast situation, but I do travel with some. They're like tea bags, but they're Folgers coffee. So all I need is hot water and a cup, and I can make some coffee. And I carry some creamer packets because um, some hotels just have powdered creamer. Well, luckily, I had both because this hotel had the, you know, like the motor oil style coffee that they reconstitute out of a machine or something. I won't even drink that stuff. It's just water. You know, as much as I like coffee, we're that isn't coffee. It, it does not work. Um, so luckily, I had it because that's what, that's what we had to use. Yes.
0: Uh, scissors, her scissors came in very handy. Yes, scissors have come in handy more than once. Mm-hmm. A sewing kit,
1: a carabiner clip, very important. Especially with the outdoor festivals and not wanting to carry purses and things. I was actually pretty proud of ours, pretty proud of us. Normally, I carry a small backpack into the festivals. Um, most of fairs and festivals now you can't take. Unless it's just a small wallet size one, they have to be clear. Mm-hmm. And I have a small one because we don't need to carry everything. Uh, but it only went in the festival one day. We've had stuff hanging off our hips on our carabiners mm-hmm. and in our pockets.
0: And putting a carabiner clip with your car key. Because car keys are huge now, which really annoys me. Yeah. But... Um, So then they don't fall out of our tiny pockets, tiny girl pockets.
1: Yes, stupid girl pockets.
0: (laughs) And so we were making this list as we were exhausted coming home, and I didn't have words that day. Like, I did not sleep well the previous two nights. And so Barbara's suggestion is something to pass the time. Road games, conversation, which I had little conversation. So after she said that, I'm like, I'm really sorry. I got no words. (laughs) (laughs) She was tired. We were just, we were fucking
1: done. (laughs) Yes. 2,000 miles and eight days of festivals um, in September. Oh, and we drove home on Monday. And then I turned back around on Tuesday and drove to another one, another concert. But that one at least was still in Ohio. But about an hour and a half away. Good for you. Yes. <laughs> no. I couldn't. That is the only one that I could have done. So Ace Fraley is one of my absolute favorites. And uh, he, he was opening for Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper <laughs> which Alice Cooper's in his 70s now. This may be our last shot.
0: That makes me sad.
1: Um, I'm still heartbroken that I will never get to see Neil Diamond mm-hmm. play live, and so that was it. I'm I'm grabbing every opportunity I can to see these older folks before they we gotta gone. go
0: to a Barry Manilow concert, man.
1: I love Barry Manilow. I do. let I do, do it. We
0: gotta do it.
1: We gotta do it.
0: <sighs> I'm a fan of low. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that a thing? Yes. I didn't even know. <laughs> we'll
0: do it. I gotta look that up. Rod Stewart would be pretty great too.
1: I would do that. Yeah. Not as much of a fan, but I would do it to say we did it. Okay. Gotta look those up. Hopefully. Okay. Fair in a few months
0: because now is not the time.
1: <laughs> no. I did. If I did, <clears throat> I told myself I was done with with festivals for a while, and then I promptly turned around and bought more tickets too. So. <laughs> what did you buy tickets to? Uh, I have tickets to, uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, right. I mm-hmm. now buy tickets and we'll figure out who's going later. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I almost regretted doing it, but I still want to see the band. Mm-hmm. But New Year's Eve is a weird night to go do things. Yeah. As a single lady. Maybe you'll meet somebody. But then I got to make, go to the bathroom at 11.59. <laughs> you know you don't want the midnight kiss
0: and this is something like i can't go with you because i want you to meet somebody i we need to like i don't know like apparently people think we're a couple even at <laughs> my job even at my job like people get the vibe like you travel a lot are you a couple no <laughs> we're not so yeah i talk about you too much <laughs> no
1: All right, so we're trying to figure out because at our Airbnb, Rose had to let the gal know that we were not a couple, so we would like to have two separate rooms if possible, please and thank you. And um, she was like, oh, okay. So then we got to talking and, you know, there's usually a masculine and a feminine even in same-sex couples. So we're trying to figure out which one of us is which.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Who gives off the vibe. But... Um my car has, all I have to do is have my remote in my pocket and I can unlock the doors uh, without touching it. I just have to wave my hand across the door and the passenger side will unlock all the doors where the driver's door will only open my door. So I am in the habit when I'm with people of going to the passenger side first and then I just wave my hand across their, their door and it unlocks all the doors so everybody can get in and not have to wait for me. So I realize I am now going to Rose's door every time. So I stopped doing that. She has to wait for me to unlock it now.
0: (laughs) But it was so nice. She always opened the door for me. And that's exactly what it looked like.
1: (laughs) So yeah, this bitch is on her own now.
0: (laughs) And we don't mean to stereotype and we don't dislike lesbians. It's all good. We are just not that.
1: And we're just wondering. We're given the
0: vibe. Clearly, like Barbara's opening the door for me and we're always (laughs) together and we talk about each other. But that is not the case. That is not the case.
1: (laughs) Rose does not cuddle me.
0: I do not. (laughs) I do not. So um, that's all the travel tips I have. Do you did you want to say something else? I felt like there was something you wanted to talk about about today.
1: Um, there's been several things that have come up even within this that have already left my brain because I did not write them down it is that kind of day so get
0: out in the world and travel and travel safely and be courteous to each other Uh, don't start arguments about vaccinations and not vaccinations and if you need to wear a mask at a place don't get all up in arms about wearing a fucking mask like just be kind to each other and respectful
1: the person greeting you at the door, it's not their policy. They just have to tell you to put the mask on. Yeah. Don't kill the messenger.
0: Don't kill the messenger. And don't kill somebody's grandma because you're a carrier and don't know. Like, really, this isn't rocket science. Be respectful to people. Yeah. That's it. Uh, I have no more words, and Barbara's brain can't function with words. So Words are
1: not happening well today.
0: So anyway, thank you to all of the new listeners who's coming to us through Facebook and, uh, no need to go back. This is season two and we are starting a brand new thing where we are going to be better prepared and write stuff down about what we're going to talk about, like we did today. And, uh, we're turning over a new leaf. So keep listening, keep learning, keep loving each other. Be the bright side and be crazy, because that's what makes everybody awesome.
1: Exactly what she said.
0: So if you would like to email us, our email address is hello at brightsideofcrazy.com.
1: Or Barbara at brightsideofcrazy.com.
0: Or Rose at brightsideofcrazy.com. The email does work. Um, the key part is is you you need to use it. That's all. Just do it. Just do it. So, enjoy your week. And if you have something crazy to say, say it to us. Thank you. Bye. Bye.